When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the LA Soccer Hub Show. My name is Gio Garcia. Man, we're coming to you on a great Monday. If you watch any soccer in Los Angeles or in Southern California, I know you had a great time. There was a lot of excitement. There's a game winner last night with Chicharito. We're going to talk all about that. Um, but let me introduce my guest. We got the Galaxy Guy from the Galaxy Guy podcast back, and we got Alex Reese. Galaxy Guy, how you been, my man? Hey, I've been holding up, man. A little bit tired from, uh, you know, uh, having to edit video last night, but I had a lot of fun at the game. Stayed competitive. It was fun, despite the the scoreline being 1-0. Uh, it was very, very exciting. So it's good to be on the show, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, always great to have you back. Uh, Alex, how you doing, man? I see you got the pen. Up. You, you, came, you came with your notes. You got the pen in here. Yeah, I was doing math homework before we came in here, and it's math tired, homework. Man. I hate math. Talk, talk to me. Yeah. Let, let's help you out with this math homework. What are we doing? Algebra? What are we doing? Yeah, we're doing college algebra. Now the thing is, I'm not like bad at math. Like you know, I, I'm good, but I'm not like amazing, and I'm not bad, and like I don't need like much. Yeah. You know, my hand held by the teacher. You're, but you're not gonna need math, man. If you got ten fingers <laughs> on your hand, yeah, that's, that's all, all you that need. matters. Yeah, and your toes. That's it. It's that's a little the, hard. Though. I haven't had like an in-person math class since like the pandemic, so I've like totally forgot everything. Like even my last couple of years of high school, like I don't even remember the math they did. It was all online. It just feels like a like a blur. Yeah. Look, man. If, look at Galaxy guy. He said you don't even need it, bro. I don't. You yeah. don't need it either, bro. As Dude, long I, as you as long as you can count what's on the scoreboard, you, you're going to be fine. Yeah, I that's all that matters. I stopped learning math as soon as they introduced the alphabet in there. I was like, why? <laughs> Why do I have to find the X? It's right there. <laughs> Why, uh, bro? That is that is the big. Like, I'm actually like pretty. Like, I was one of those students that actually didn't mind math because that was like one thing I was good. I I didn't like to write or English wasn't my uh, my strong suit, but math was pretty. I was pretty decent at it. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like algebra. And you want to do my homework? Things. Nah, <laughs> bro. I haven't done homework. <laughs> bro, you gotta get. Um, you gotta get. You gotta get some of your boys or. I don't know. You gotta you gotta talk to your girl, see if you can, she she can help you out. You know, take take her out to dinner. You know, do, do a trade off there, Alex. Do a trade off. Yeah, I'll think about that now. I think it's equal trade. Oh, uh, but yeah, but but outside doing homework, uh, how was how was the weekend for you? Did you were you at the game? Pretty Alex? good, man. No, I I didn't go to the game uh, this week, but it was fun. Lots of soccer, as you said here in LA. You know, got to watch both LA teams play. Watched a bunch of MLS. Um, you know, European soccer as well, and it was pretty fun. So you know. Yeah, your other team, Liverpool, just just squeezed it out. They won. They won on a on a lucky. I know it was crazy. It was like the best zero zero game of like all time. Chances here and there, and then the the goalkeepers want to go take penalties, and and that was crazy. And then earlier today, I saw a tweet. It was like the manager should go out and take the twelfth penalty. 
I thought that was a pretty funny idea. Bro, yeah, that's the first time I actually I know people had talked I tweeted this up, but they were talking about the Man U video. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't watch that game. I did watch this one and it was it was it was such a chess match and everything. Exciting game. I watched it as I was getting ready for the for the Galaxy game. Um but yeah, no, I was like, man, if this is how I'm starting my day off, it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting game. It didn't um, disappoint, I can tell you that. Yeah, I know it, it didn't. Um but yeah, let, let's let's talk about this Galaxy game, man, because going into this Galaxy game, I think Maybe I can speak for all of us, but we all wanted to see if a toy, I mean, a, a, a Acosta, um, Douglas Acosta was going to be in the starting lineup or if he was going to come off the bench. Obviously, he, he got the start, and we were like, okay, let's see what what he has, right? What what can he do? We, we know he has questions about his injuries, this and that. But, man, the first five minutes, he put on a show. Uh, you saw how quick he was. You saw his uh, quickness, the speed he has, the elite just to get past the defenders. Um, a couple of those plays were, were pretty impressive. Obviously, throughout the game, you, you know, it started to fade, but I think that was just more of the rhythm, rhythm of the game. But uh, Galaxy guy, what did you think uh, of uh, Douglas Costa? I saw more or less exactly what I expected from him. Um, it's a player on their debut. Most of the time, players on their debut will play their hearts out. Um, there were some moments in that 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 early, like you said, the first five to ten minutes where he showed glimpses of that great player that uh, you know we saw over the last decade. Glimpses of that, the speed was there. Uh, he he attempted some dribbles. He wasn't successful. He attempted two dribbles and successful with zero. Right. Um, he was dispossessed twice. Um, to be honest, I am not completely impressed. I, I wasn't completely impressed with Douglas Costa and his stats. His stats weren't very impressive. Um, like I said, glimpses of it, but still has a lot to prove in Los Angeles. Yeah, definitely. Look, it's, it's one game. I, 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 I would. I think it would, I would say it was a tricky game because there was no rhythm to the game. The ref kept blowing the whistle every yeah. second, which kind of forty-four fouls. Yeah, it, it was. It was annoying. Um, Alex, what what were your thoughts of Douglas Costa? Uh, I really liked him, to be honest. And, you know, take into account, this is really his first game in this whole calendar year, season, whatever it may be. He barely got any time with Grammy on preseason. He never participated in any of the preseason games for the Galaxy and really was limited to, you know, just trainings. And that was it. And yeah, sure, trainings help here and there, but it's nothing compared to the real thing. And uh like you guys said, you know, first five minutes, you saw a little bit of that flair, you know, him dribbling, him trying to, you know, get comfortable on the ball. And he wasn't shy to get on the ball out of the front three of Chicharito, Cabral, and Costa. Costa had 44 touches, which was the most out of that front three. So you can tell he definitely wasn't shy on getting onto the ball. And, you know, he got his, I guess his signature shot this year is going to be, you know, cutting inside into uh, the center of the field and then striking with that left. We saw that in the fifth minute. You know, uh, after a corner kick, Costa gets the ball, you know, cuts back with his left foot and then, you know, tries to curl it uh, kind of past uh, Sean Johnson's near post. Wasn't going to go in, but you can kind of see that uh, that's going to be his shot for the remainder of the MLS year. And personally, I think thought it was a great way to get started. You know, he hasn't really played much, as I mentioned earlier. And um, sure, he really didn't have many chances at goal besides that chance I mentioned, but to be honest, there really wasn't much service for him until maybe later on in the early second half where he really started getting a little bit more involved. But overall, I thought it was satisfactory. You know, I didn't think it was horrible, but obviously it wasn't too spectacular. It didn't score anything, but 
great start to his Galaxy career. Um, just getting comfortable in the league, and it's going to be some time now to see how comfy he gets here and how he does in Charlotte next week. Yeah, no, I, I would I would add on to that. I, I I didn't I I didn't think it was a bad game from. Um, I just really feel like the flow of the game didn't help him or anybody. To for the for the matter of fact, you know, even Tati Castellanos and others, I didn't really do do too much. Uh, you know, it, it was kind of if we can be honest, it was kind of it was a boring a deadlock. Game. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a boring game, and I. And um, but from what I saw, those glimpses of and you're right, too. You, you make a great point. It was literally his first game. So it was what, he played 67 minutes, 60 plus minutes. I forgot how many exact 66, minutes he 66. Yeah. See, I, I don't think it was that. I don't th- I don't think it was obviously not great. It's protection, but I don't think it was bad. It was literally his first game played in front of fans. We saw the eliteness. We saw the excitement. We saw what could happen. I looked around the press box, people were looking at me when he did those moves. You you saw an elite attacker. And I think if he's able to get in rhythm and obviously understand, he still got to understand his teammates and everything like that. There is there is there is a lot of great possibility with Douglas Costa. I don't I don't think this first game is it's too much to take. I really do feel um that i really do feel like the rhythm of the game he, he he's he's a i can tell he's a player that feeds off the rhythm of the game i think chicharito's that way i think uh rajo's that way as well um but i think once he gets a, a couple more games under his belt i i, I you, we could see we're gonna see a better douglas casa but overall i don't think i don't think it was a bad first game first 66 minutes mm-hmm. um and i think it, it, it got a lot of people excited you know when you see him on the ball you you're just looking at him because he's gonna do something exciting. Um, Galaxy guy, did were you excited at all when he got the ball? Or you're you still you're still under that periscope? I listen. I'm going to see Douglas Costa under a microscope his entire stay here in Los Angeles. Um, and I've I've talked about it to death now on my show. I know people are very optimistic. I wish him the best, and I <laughs> hope I hope that he pans out for Los Angeles, but. Given his track record, given his track record, uh, his commitment issues for teams, uh, his injury history, I, I just don't, I didn't see. You say the word elite player. Now, when I reserve that word for guys like Slatan, who had not played consistently for a year, coming off a double tear, that's a career-ending injury. But I feel like Slatan's a unicorn, though. Like no one will ever be a Slatan, but I. I do feel Douglas Costa is an elite player because of what the things I saw. Him getting past the defense in that first five minutes was insane. Like it was, that to me. He's deceitful. It's deceitful. It's deceitful. Players. I don't like know if him, he's deceitful, but he, I want to hear why. I, I, ha- hear why I have. I have. I have seen <laughs> so many players, just all my time watching soccer, even people that I've played with, that are just the flashiest players. They have speed, tremendous ability. They can dribble, but it just never amounts to much, right? So if you look at Douglas Costa's career, you look at his stats throughout his entire career, he's not really a goal scorer. He's His highest goal-scoring season ever was in 2012. He, he scored but, six but goals. Let me, let me ask you this. Do you, do you think Galaxy brought him to score goals? They or... brought him to assist goals, and that's another thing. In the past four years, Douglas Costa has only provided 13 assists. That's an average of what? three goals per season in four years. I think we've seen the best of Douglas Costa. I mean, averaging 13 assists a year is not that bad in MLS. No, 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 no. No, no. He's he's had 13 assists in four years, the last four years of his career. So he's averaged three goals per – three assists per season, which is 
that that worries me because it's four yeah. years of his career and he's only given an average of three three assists per season. So there's a lot of question marks for me. I was impressed with some of the moves. I was impressed with that burst of speed in the beginning, and then it just kind of fizzled out and he disappeared. So I'm starting to get that Gio, Giovanni Dos Santos vibe where we saw impressive things and then he would just really already Gio Dos Santos vibes already. I'm, I'm getting some Gio Dos <laughs> Santos vibes, and I, I'm I've been called out for it. People are saying, you know, give the guy a chance, let him play. But at 31, you're a complete player. You've already developed as much as you're ever going to develop. Your mindset is already you're either a professional or you're not. So he's he just hasn't shown that he has the mindset of a professional soccer player. It's the commitment issues that kill me. That's, that, that's a, to me. That's a stretch, though. That's a stretch because it's it's one game right now. It, I, I feel sure. that that's a stretch to say because if this was like half the season, all right, you know, I, I think maybe I think that's getting a little ahead. I just want. I don't think it was a bad game. I did not. I did not think um, he was going to come here and do slots on type things. I don't, I did not expect him to score a goal from half field and score three goals in his in his first debut. I didn't expect that, but I, I expected to see. I was like, "What? What can you do?" I've never actually paid attention to him, and I saw the leak burst of speed, the quickness. Um, he can right. blow by defenders. Now it's just getting, and you also got to get to know his teammates, right? So I think it, it, maybe everything can come together towards the end of the towards the end of the season. I think if he's able to stay healthy and everything like that. Sure. But I, I'm more on the wait and see approach, and I'm wait as uh, wait and as I go. But I, I'm not mad, and I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just wouldn't compare him to Gio Dos Santos. I think I think that's a stretch. But before I get before I get into you, Alex, I want to say what's up to uh, uh, Tony Toscani. Said what's up, y'all. Tony Bellanos. He said, "Hey, y'all, little Apple one two one." Uh, so what's up, guys? And uh, uh, Tony says, D- "DC Douglas Costa had a great shot from outside the box." Yeah, and I, I, I think I, I think I don't know. I think I think it wasn't a bad performance, but I really feel like the rhythm of the game was messed up because of the ref. And I hate to talk about the ref, but we we need to talk about that because I feel like, like I said, Douglas Costa could have probably benefited. We bought, bought too much start and stop. It was it was boring to me, and I and I don't think it, that was on the players. Just that that's how the ref was calling it. Alex, how, how did you see it? Um, yeah, I agree with it. I mean, the, in the the press conference afterwards, they were talking about it. Uh, I think it was Manny, and then I think Bond were talking about mm-hmm. it too. How they thought the flow of the game just wasn't natural, and it just was really hurting uh, the, the momentum for both teams and. You know, the conditions, too, on the pitch weren't amazing from what I could see and what I could hear as well. So I think that also played a part in it being kind of a rough game as well. Um, but overall, yeah, the the we don't even know what's going to happen to Julian Araujo. If you guys remember that challenge he had on Cheneau <laughs> where, you know, he kind of gets his I didn't see hand it. on I, him. I didn't see it. I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, but he basically gets his hand on his face and kind of pulls him down a little bit. And it honestly should have been called. And uh, was Rahul it a red got, card worthy? Because a couple people I thought it was. I thought okay. it was. Okay. I thought it was red card worthy. Right. You know, we'll yeah. see what happens if MLS does anything to him or not, which, you know, at the end of the day, I guess comes in handy that they've been playing Calvin Leardam a lot uh, during preseason. So, you know, if that situation occurs where Araujo is suspended for a game. It's hands to the face. Go. It's hands to the face. That's that's a red card. So the re- retrospective, I mean, uh, retroactively, MLS can issue him a red card and he can get suspended for this easily. I mean, they suspended Kaká for playfully. Uh, I forget whose face he touched, but it was like a playful tap on the cheek, and he got suspended for that. So it's just rules, man. Uh, sorry, Julian. He's had some behavioral issues in the past. That's yeah, another- you know what's crazy? I didn't see it, and then and then Greg Vanny also when he was asked, he literally didn't see it. So I'm like, but he's the coach. I mean, he's not going to say, "Oh yeah, I saw Julian got the face on." It. I wouldn't expect him to, you know, 
basically snitch on him. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I honestly, I, don't, I think only a handful of people, because in the press box, saw and a couple people, I literally didn't see it, and I felt like I was paying close attention to everything, and I don't, I literally don't know how I, I missed it, but. Well, well, yeah, I mean, I think it helps, that, you know, because I was watching from the broadcast angle. So, yeah. you know, they kept replaying it all and stuff. So I, I can tell you I saw it and, you know, it was hands to the face, was kind of a little aggressive, brought him down. And, you know, it, it was definitely red card worthy if they were to review that again. So it's kind of going to be if that situation comes up again this week and, you know, if something does happen, you know, the Galaxy, I think, already prepared. They already have a decent backup right back anyway. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm very, very curious to see what happens uh, in the, in that front. Um, let, let's talk about we, we got to talk about Raheem Edwards. Uh, he made team of the week. Uh, he had obviously the, the game winning assist to, to Chicharito. Um, there was a lot of questions. There was a lot of questions about Raheem. Uh, you know, obviously coming from LFC, then consistency. Like I said, I really feel like I can't really pinpoint down and say like, oh, one galaxy. Maybe, maybe Marky Delgado. I would say like Kevin Cabral had a really solid game. But um, you know, Raheem Edwards. Uh, I think he was kind of struggling in the beginning and like the first half, and then like he, I think he settled more into the in the game. Um, but what did you think of Raheem Edwards' performance, uh, Galaxy guy? I thought he was solid. I was very impressed with what I saw from Raheem, uh, from uh, from Edwards out there. Listen, he, m- my number one takeaway from him, just watching him play, and I mentioned this to the person I was watching the game with. I, he has so much fight in him. He fights for the ball, and he's just even if he loses the ball, he gets dispossessed. He fights for it. He's a very physical guy, and that's I think that's what the Galaxy has been missing for such a long time, right? In uh, in our fullbacks to have a really driven guy that just does not give up on a play. So I was impressed so far. Is he the best left back we've ever had? No, by far. No. Is he better than Jorge Villafaña? I don't think he's much of a downgrade. I think he might be, you know, a like for like replacement. So, so far I'm happy with the signing. I, I was happy with what I saw out there. I saw a guy that was willing and able to fight for the ball every single time yeah uh we got a comment he says raheem is all effort eric says raheem is all effort yeah i i i liked um i think like like i said this last uh previous episode he's a guy that's going to benefit of understanding his role and knowing his role with the galaxy with lafc he was playing all over the place you can clearly see he knows what he needs to do right he makes team of the week i didn't pay too much attention to edwards uh, in the second half outside of the past but um, yeah, it's good to see him make team of the week because it, it just goes that look, hey, people are paying attention to him. He understands what he's doing. Um, gets the assist. Uh Alex, what what were your thoughts on Abraham? Yeah, I'm just pulling up his stats and stuff. I thought it was really good. He had a great work rate. Uh looking at the heat map of it, I, I wrote I you know posted it in the article I wrote earlier uh today. Uh he was all over the pitch on that left hand side. And the thing I like about Raheem that I don't think gets talked about a lot is his tendency to, when he's going forward, kind of appear a little bit more centrally on the pitch, which is something that I think, you know, comes in handy. Uh, you know, considering Julian Rajo is always going to be that overlapping right back, I think it's good to have a, a left back who's, you know, kind of playing a little bit more centrally. And ultimately, that's kind of what helped the Galaxy get the win. He was he was centrally when they lost possession, you know, won it back, and then, you know, makes that quick pass to Gicharito. Uh, past the back line and then you know that causes the goal so I thought that was really interesting and you know really cool because um, not a lot of left backs are, are too confident when it comes to 
I guess being positioned centrally, they always love to be a little bit more wider, a little bit more back. But Raheem's not scared to go back. Uh, excuse me, go forward. You know, pay, play a little century, a little more central, and then kind of risk it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I honestly think Raheem Edwards, how he played, he's how I thought Nico Hamelainen last year was going to be uh, an attacking left back who would go forward. You know, obviously defending wouldn't be their strong suit, but you know, be serviceable, not horrible, wouldn't get beat off. And you know, that was Nico's problem last year he just wasn't there defensively and i think raheem just has the work rate to although left back and defending isn't you know his natural instinct he has the work rate to kind of make up for it and that hustle to make up for it and that's kind of the things you can't really i guess coach a, a player on you know it just comes on how they play so raheem made a great impression great debut and honestly i think you know so far um jorge villafani has lost his spot yeah that's yeah. my exact thought right there alex i was just thinking the same thing and he's six years younger He's far more athletic. Uh, Jorge Villafaña is very passive on the ball, uh, not very, you know, not very effective going forward. Raheem Edwards has that athleticism. He has that physicality. Mm-hmm. Has the age. I think Jorge Villafaña is going to have competition for that spot. He might he have already to a three-year it. contract as well. So I think he's going to be in their future plans for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and uh, it's perfect. I mean, it's a good situation to have. Obviously. Obviously, I know if you're Jorge, you probably want to start, but you you got a solid left, another solid left back that if comes off the bench, you know, say Raheem has a bad game or whatever. But, you know, I, I'm, I was very impressed. I, I think, like I said, he's going to have – I think he's one of the players to me that's going to have a breakout year for, for the LA Galaxy, whatever that means. But, uh, you know, I think that, that he's going to be – you just saw it yesterday, right? Uh, he, he got in the mix and gave, gave that, that pass. Even Chicharito talked about how – he said he said something along the lines that's that's a pass that number ten does right and how he placed the ball so it's like you get to see a little bit and and also it was it was against NYCFC it wasn't against like I don't know Cincinnati FC Cincinnati or whatever you know what I'm saying so he will he 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 held his own he got a team he made team of the week and I think I think it's very impressive I think if you're the other galaxy right you're feeling if you're Greg Vanny if you're Raheem you're feeling confident because you yeah. know a guy that under, now understands the system. He's played in it. He showed what, what happened in the game. One now he's just uh, has to keep it going, and I, and I think it, it's good things for 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 Raheem because um, I really do feel like that left hand side. There's there's gonna be so many more opportunities, even with Cabral or Gamser who goes over there. They once they understand a little bit more, it's gonna be pretty good. And I like that you made that point, Alex, about him being more century because he understands that hey maybe it's not it's not best time for me to go up there when when Rajo's already up there and I can just drop a little bit more to the middle because you got you got speed on both sides right yeah and Rajo's already stretching out the pitch as well stretch so much so much and then you know and he and he could come back but but I, that's that's what I really like about him mm-hmm. um let's talk about um let always oh, say Anthony says Raheem's pass to Chicharito was really good uh let I, let's talk about Jonathan Bond he had a he had a he had a uh, shutout, uh, which is pretty good, uh, right? So it's pretty good, great way to start the season. Two minutes into the game, he almost he he had a header that he saved. Uh, yeah. Gags guy, what did what did you think of of Jonathan Bond's performance? To be honest with you, I think Jonathan Bond kept us in that game. He had a lot of key saves. Um, you know, Maxi Morales was getting up there. He was dangerous. It's always dangerous. Um, Jonathan Bond inspired a lot of confidence in me this game. I think he's uh, he's ready for a long season, and uh, I don't think he's losing that spot this season. So, I was impressed. His stats reflect it. You know, he had a uh, his distribution is, in my opinion, still lacks a little bit. Um, 
he's not very quick with his distribution. Sometimes he kind of second guesses himself. He stutters with the ball when he could release that ball just a little bit faster. It could lead to some counterattacking potential for the LA galaxy. So that's my only gripe with bond. And it's really not a major thing. I would agree. It's not, it's not, it's not too big, but yeah, yeah. A little quicker, quicker thought what the ball would be. would definitely help out. Uh, Alex, what did you think of bonds performance? Uh, I thought it was good, but I think I was a little exaggerating about it. I thought this clean sheet was more on the defense than it was on Jonathan Bond. He really only had one shot on target, and that was uh, Taya's Mango's header early in the game. Um, and, you know, like you mentioned, Bond's distribution, I think it's improving a lot more better than last year. Had over, you know, 80% passing uh, percentage this game. He had seven successful long balls. And, you know, the Galaxy, they love to play out of the back. So, you know, it's great to have a goalkeeper who's pretty comfortable on their feet, but I thought this defense uh, deserves a lot more credit. Um, they really kept Tate Castellanos to only one shot and no shots on target, and that's really impressive to me. Sure, there was some, you know, a little shakiness here and there. Segu Koulibaly missed a header uh, or mistimed, you know, his positioning on Tayas Mango's header uh, earlier in the game, the chance you guys referenced that Bond saved. And, you know, I think Koulibaly really grew into this game, probably his best game as a Galaxy player so far. I thought he played pretty well. Um, still obviously needs to fix a little bit of the passing and playing out of the back stuff. But overall, I thought Koulibaly and Depew did really well as well. And I think the support that Ravellison and Delgado provided in front of them mm-hmm. was really helpful, cutting out passing lanes and making it a little bit harder for New York City to kind of play directly. They kind of had to rely a little bit more on the crosses. You know, the, the box uh, shooting from outside the box also was another option for them as well. And I think this defense made a good first impression Derek Williams is yet to play. You know, they're going to add Eric Zavaleta soon. So they're going to have a little bit more depth in that position. But I think the clean sheet's more on the defense than it is on Jonathan Bond. And, yeah, he made a great save. But I think this defense performed against, you know, the reigning champions and the reigning golden boot winner to really keep the Galaxy in this game. You know, that, 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 that's a very great point <clears throat> because you know, we we already know what Bond can do in the, in the, in the, in the net. You know, he's a, he's a solid goalkeeper. I, I put him up there as, as, as number one, number two goalkeeper in the league. Um, but, yeah. I, 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 you make up a great point. I would agree. The the defense de- definitely stepped up because we know how many questions a lot of people had in the defense. You talk about Sega Kulabal and Nick Dupuy. They, they held it down, you know, for the second half. Obviously, we know what Rahul does, and obviously we already talked about Raheem. But, yeah, the the, the defense did a, did a really, really good job. And I think uh, if, if you get performances like that and you add Derek Williams – <clears throat> for whoever Nick Dupuy or Sega Kulabali, you know, it's you you expect it to to only get better, and um yeah, and 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 I, and I really liked what you mentioned about Marky Delgado, Marco Delgado, Victor Vasquez, Ravelson. Uh, Marky Delgado, I feel like he had a, a solid game, but it was it was very quiet. He didn't, you know, but he 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 had a very solid game. Um, Victor Vasquez, I'll you know I'm surprised I'm surprised Victor Vasquez gets uh. Was in there a lot longer than um, yeah. He played uh, eighty-one minutes this yeah, game, yeah. so that's pretty impressive. He played longer than both of our other DPS, and one of them is in his early early twenties. So that's what I was surprised when Cabral yeah. came out. When Cabral came out, I thought Victor Vasquez was going to come out for uh, Grand Sir. Oh, Grand Sir. Yeah, I thought Grand Sir was going to come in for Victor Vasquez, or yeah, and like or, or, or Efrain, one of those two. So I was I was conf- I was confused. But look, Greg Vanny uh, substituted him. I, I was surprised uh, that Sasha came into the game um, because I, I I didn't expect Sasha to come in. But it's like for like uh, him and uh, Victor Vasquez. Uh, uh, that's what I think the the substitution pairing is, is going to be. Um, but yeah, nevertheless, ended up working out. But let, let's talk about uh, Chicharito um, because Chicharito um, scored the game winner and. 
when he scored that game winner, I was like, man, I don't know. I, I, it was literally like 88th minute. I was like, man, we didn't get to see a goal. And then all of a sudden, he he breaks it out. Uh, I'm going to play the video so we can watch it. We can enjoy it one more time for those that didn't see it. Very tight in there. Here's Chicharito. Javier Hernandez winning goal. 90th minute. Lift off on opening weekend for the Galaxy. And it's the mercurial yet magical Mexican who has capped off opening day. He 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 did what he had to do. Put the team on his back. Cut it back and and blast it back past the keeper. Galaxy guy, where were you when he scored the goal, when the goal? How, how did you react to that goal? <laughs> Unfortunately, I was on my way out of the stadium because I had to go <laughs> set up. I had to go set up my camera equipment well, for the what interviews. Kind of, what I kind did. of Galaxy fan it, are you? You, you know, you, know, you I, leave before the ninetieth, before the whistle blows. I said it right as I was walking out. I, you know, the the person that I was with, I said, you know what, they're going to score as soon as I leave, and. As soon as I was walking out of the gate, I heard the stadium erupt. It's like, of course they did. Of course they scored a goal. And Come I knew on, in my heart man. that it was Chicharito. Uh, you know, on, I'm not surprised that it was Chicharito. He had a very average game, I would say. Just not the greatest, not the worst. It was very average. His stats will reflect that. Uh, 81% pass rate. Uh, you know, didn't have a lot of duels. Not a lot of dribbles that were successful. So very quiet. Uh, I don't think he had a lot of distribution, but this is the exact, I mean, this is just a veteran move by Chicharito. He got the chance. A young player might've just shot that first time, hoping to catch the goalkeeper Mm -hmm. at that angle, but he did the veteran thing, right? He did that thing that sets him apart. What is earning him? uh, What is it? Six, six point something million dollars this season. Did that cut back straight into the other corner of the goal, right? phenomenal that's what we expect from Javier Chicharito Hernandez he has to be able to put away these goals and he did yeah yeah he, he definitely did he, he came out uh he definitely did what he did do Alex how, how were you how did you celebrate that that goal at home uh I don't even remember I, I think I was full I was eating uh raisin cane so I was, <laughs> I was happy time with me I couldn't move much it was it was it was, it was good and stuff but it was definitely pretty pretty nice to watch uh, I think Chicharito did really good uh, this game, considering, you know, uh, NYCFC were really marking him pretty well. And it was really hard for there to be service inside of the box. There were very, very few crosses inside of the box until like later in the game. And that was to Revelison, to Vasquez, you know, Chicharito had a cross in there, but he just missed time to jump a little too early and couldn't get his head on there. But NYC did good in trying to limiting him inside the box. If you look at the heat map again, uh, you can see that he's kind of playing really deep. And, you know, where the heat map shows is he's really active in the middle of the park. And if you watch the game again, you can really see, you know, he's coming in deep, trying to connect passes and kind of get the wingers going. So it's great to see that, you know, he didn't quit till the end, got at the right position at the right time. His anticipation was great. And, you know, he cut back, scored it well. And it was just great to see, you know, um, I was really excited that, you know, to see him in the the kind of like video the Galaxy posted earlier, kind of be a little bit emotional again to scoring that goal last year. We remember, you know, getting the monkey off his back in the first game, scoring twice. I think that similar feeling is this year as well, because a lot of people are expecting 20 goals 
from Chicharito mm-hmm. this year if he's healthy. They're expecting him to be healthy. And I think, you know, again, he got a little bit of the monkey off his back. And I think he's ready to, you know, kind of bounce back, try to limit the injuries and continue that goal scoring prowess that he's known for um, around the world. Yeah. When, when it, look, when I would, the thing I've realized I've, I've seen about Chicharito in his career, just <clears throat> even with the Galaxy, when he scores, when he scores a goal and, and that was a game winner. The stadium erupted. A Galaxy guy ended up leaving. I don't know what what in his right mind decided to do. I don't know what families before the final whistle blows. I'm just giving you some stuff. But the stadium erupted. It was insane. It was literally insane. And I, I posted a video of it. But it's like that's the type of effect superstar players have. And that's the type of effect he does. And that's what you expect out of him. And he did not. Granted, he probably didn't have this. I don't think anybody had a good game. But he showed up when it when it mattered the most, and that's what you expect from big players like him. And he cut back, and he made that move, and it just bananas. All uh, dignity, hell, sports spark went bananas. And then, you know, even the announcer, the announcer was like, you know, LA. He did the thing long, and then like when you hear the fans, when the fans, everybody, when he scores, it's insane. If you haven't been to Galaxy game and he scores everybody's our chicharito yelling and it's just like the cool the, the good thing about chicharito the amazing thing is he's so much about his teammates right you the first thing he does he goes and celebrates about with his team he's, he's a team first guy so he doesn't just talk it but he also does it with his actions and i think that's what brings in the galaxy that's much more and that's why like right when your leader is yelling at you or doing this like that's why the, so many people love this guy because of what he's doing and I know, you know, whatever, like, I, I you know, we had last year, I was talking about the debt, but it's like, you cannot question this guy's uh, commitment to this team no longer. Maybe, maybe people still have some concerns last year, but you can no longer, uh, you know, I bring that up when it comes to Chicharito and the LA Galaxy. Um, I do want to get into one last thing. Tony brings up uh, a point. He says, can y'all touch on the Sergio Ramos rumor? I got this. I yeah. Got this. Oh, I was like, this. Th- go ahead. Go I'm ahead. I'm going to say go this. Ahead. Okay, look. Take that with an extreme grain of salt. Okay, I was looking around, heard it in the morning on going yeah, to school. And, you know, I see that. I look at the reporter and then I'm like, okay. And then, you know, us at the Total Galaxy team, we're like looking at this. I was like, is this post worthy? And then Nick, the guy who runs the main account, he was like, the guy, the journalist who, who you know, said this and, you know, made this public, it's the same guy that started the Teji Savanier rumor early in the year. And if you look, go back and look at that, you know, it turns out the Galaxy never made an offer at him when reportedly they did from that same journalist. So I'm, you know, I'm not going to believe as much right now just because, you know, they weren't right with Teji Sabanier, didn't come right. And also, too, it makes no sense unless no they're going to get Ramos on a TAM contract, yeah. which is going to be a massive loss on his wages that he makes at PSG. Also, yeah. too, I think the Galaxy front office is a little bit smarter, right? A 37-year-old center back, injury-prone, yeah. hasn't played... <laughs> Like he's worse than Douglas yeah, yeah. Costa. Well, like, we don't, we don't need, we don't. This need, is a boneheaded yeah. move if it does occur. I will yeah. say it. It's a boneheaded move if it does. When was the I last time the Galaxy brought yeah, in? We don't. We could. We do. We could just. Yeah, we don't. We. I was just gonna say I don't see it because I don't see yeah. him coming. Um, but yeah, I did. I, I did. You guys, I even sent you the notes of what we're gonna talk about. I didn't even write it in because. Yeah, yeah, it's something you shouldn't really be taking seriously. Yeah, it, it makes no. No, sense. thank you for the question, Tony, because I know a lot of people were. We're curious about it. I didn't even. I saw. I saw the article, and I was like, "Dude, this doesn't even make sense." If he, uh, one, if it he comes for a Tam deal, which is a million dollars, maybe that happens. But I don't. I don't. I don't really see this happening. Um, 
but yeah, I do want to give a shout out to Ed Velasquez. He says, what's up, everyone? A win yesterday. Nice meeting you, Geo and Galaxy guy yesterday. Big Ed in the house. What's up to all the G's? Um, but yeah, no, definitely that's that's not I don't I don't see it. Unless he comes on a Tamdale, I don't see uh Sergio Ramos coming. Um, but yeah. Uh that's that's gonna wrap this uh this episode, guys. Galaxy guy, my brother, stay until the final whistle. Or else hey, just brother. stay. Next time, even next time you gotta stay. Don't set up. You do the setup after, all right? You can't miss something <laughs> like that. Because we look years from now, we'll bring up the story. Me and you're gonna be doing this podcast. Be like, hey, Galaxy guy, remember that one time you decided to leave before the game ended? <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll never forget. I'll be. I'll be here to ne- never let you forget. But Alex, uh, <laughs> my grace says roast. <laughs> so, <up>, Mike, <laughs> Alex, get back to doing homework. I appreciate you guys yeah. for being on, guys. 